He should have punched him. Here I am. I'm back. Yeah, I'm guessing you heard by now and probably saw the video of Will Smith uh, slapping Chris Rock last night at the Academy Awards. Did I mention that he should have punched him? Uh, I'm still not convinced that it wasn't staged. But if it wasn't and Smith felt like he needed to, de- to defend his wife because of a, what he considered a, a bad joke, he shouldn't have done it with a, a sissy slap, which is what that was. Now, I've actually seen it referred to online today as a punch and as a violent act. Please, if you were going to take the time and the effort to walk up on the stage in front of millions of people, you really need to punch the guy out, or at least try. Smith didn't even hit him with a full hand. He scraped his fingers across Rock's face. Rock made no effort to block it or get out of the way of it. Now, if you saw a guy the size of Smith coming toward you, and you could see that he was obviously upset about something you said, and he raised his arm... Would you be ready and then put your arm up to block it? I think I would. Well, Rock didn't. Howard Stern figured out a way to blame it on Donald Trump. He said, quote, Will Smith and Trump are the same guy. How does he figure this out? He says he decided he's going to take matters into his own hands at a time when the world is at war. Bad timing, man. War. Of course, nobody ever punched anybody during World War II, as you know. What? What? There's a war going on, so he shouldn't have. Slept. Who comes up with the? This guy's he has. He's obviously lost it. He actually has millions of people listening to him. But that's what he actually said. And somebody named Asha Rangappa on CNN asked if quote We're getting an independent psychological case study on how Trump got normalized unquote. How did you come up? How does Trump's name get mentioned in this? I didn't watch one second of the Academy Awards show, and I haven't watched it for, I don't know, 15 years or so. But if they promise more fights next year, I just might watch. I think I might tune in if I heard that whoever wins, I don't know, one of the big awards, best actor, best picture, best uh, actress, is going to get in a fight. I I might tune in for that. Christian Toto of HollywoodandToto.com, who was just on the show here on Friday to talk about the Oscars, has agreed to come on again in our second half hour to talk about the slap. But when we come back, we'll have Congressman Guy Reschenthaler here to talk about Joe Biden's disastrous trip to Europe and his new budget that proves, at least to me anyway, that there never should have been a federal income tax. Stick around. Moose is the German Shepherd, now 11, and he's been an amazing dog. Moose is so active and so alert and hasn't had any kind of health problems at all. He has a beautiful coat, and at 11, he'll still run and chase the ball. He has been on Dynavite since he's a puppy. Dynavite for life. Because if they're getting all their vitamins, micronutrients, microbials from the beginning, then you're not going to run into the problems associated with the grass, pollen, dust, dirt, fleas, ticks, you name it, and the itching and shedding down the road. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. We tell anybody that has a dog, if there was something that you could do, right from the beginning so that you don't have expensive veterinary bills. Why would you not do it? Get the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. A year ago, I literally thought I was dying. I mean, I'd get up in the morning and I was exhausted when I got up. I started taking this in August, I believe it was, 
and the energy level, I mean literally the energy level, it's one of those things where I notice that I'm getting more energy and I'm 67 years old, but compared to what I was a year ago, I'm doing a lot better. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code BALANCE. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Spring cleaning is upon us, but there's one meaningful box that you don't throw away when cleaning out your closet. It's the box filled with your family's important videotapes, film reels, and photos. Hi, I'm Adam Baselogger. And I'm Nick Mako. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago to help families organize and update their analog media to digital. Legacy Box is simple and easy. It works and is safe. Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box. And Legacy Box has been featured in Good Housekeeping, The Today Show, and Rachel Ray. Legacy Box is like magic, converting your shoebox of memories to the cloud or thumb drive, ready to watch and share. Declutter your closet by digitizing your media. Become more organized and accomplished, knowing your family's recorded past is safe forever. Take advantage of our spring cleaning sale going on now. It's the easiest task to check off your to-do list. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get an incredible 50% off your Legacy Box. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 50% off while supplies last. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, while America has spent today talking about a sissy slap on national TV last night, there is still a war going on in Europe and in, uh, in Ukraine, I should say. Gas is still... 425 a gallon and um, Joe Biden came back from a disastrous trip to Europe and announced his budget today. Seems like a good time to bring on Congressman Guy Reschenthaler from the 14th District. Congressman, thanks for coming on again. Appreciate it. Hey, John, thanks for having me on. And as always, just call me Guy, please. Okay, I will do that. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, if you don't mind, please call me Mr. Stoggerwald. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, let, let's start with the uh, with the big guy's trip to Europe. Uh, did he do anything to make things better in Ukraine in his trip over there? No, quite the opposite, John. He actually made things worse because here's why. The, the gaffe or the misstatement, whatever you want to call it, about regime change in Russia uh, with Putin, what that does is it gives Putin ammunition for propaganda. He can turn around to the oligarchs and say, see, I told you, the West is coming after us. They want to dismantle Russia. Uh, so it plays into his hand. The, the sad part is, is that Biden talks tough, 
but he doesn't take tough policy. Uh, and remember, a lot of the mess we're seeing in Europe started under Obama and Biden before. That's when they did nothing to stop Russia from moving in and taking Crimea. That's when they did nothing when Russia got aggressive with Georgia. And that acquiescence, that weakness has led to Putin being more aggressive. Uh, so what Biden needs to do is he needs to go back to the days of Teddy Roosevelt, walk softly and carry a big stick. Because what Joe Biden is doing now is he's screaming at the Russians, but he refuses to use the big stick. He's not even holding anything. We should be getting those MiG-29s to the Ukrainians like two weeks ago. We should be getting them more javelins, more stingers. We should be jamming uh, their communications through electronic warfare. We should be doing all of that. What we shouldn't be doing is acquiescing to the aggression, yet talking tough. What about the argument that uh, what you just said there is uh, an escalation and that uh, it would be um, it would make more sense or be a better tack to work harder at getting them to get into some negotiations, the Russians and the well, Ukrainians? The escalation, well, well I, so I refuse to say what we do is an escalation because the Russians escalated this by invading Ukraine. Yeah. Um, that is the red line that they crossed. That's totally unacceptable to invade a democratic state another democracy, free market capitalist system, and just start taking pieces of its territory over. That is what we've seen. That's what we saw in the late 1930s. So as far as what we can do, the escalation that's very dangerous is the escalation of rhetoric from Biden. What we really need to be doing is we need to be thwarting the Russian advance through electronic warfare, um, through supplying more war materials, small arms, body armor, whatever, to get Ukrainians in a position to repel the Russians. Now, what I fear is I fear that the West, because we're leaderless, is going to sell Ukraine down the river and allow the Russians to keep Crimea, keep the eastern part of Ukraine, and just slowly chop away that, that nation again, demand neutrality from Ukraine. Uh, the irony of all that is that it will just invite more aggression from Russia later. It will also, um, it, it will, what not putting Ukraine and NATO in the first place led to this, because had NATO accepted Ukraine into the membership, Russia wouldn't attack. So it would just lead to more aggression from the Russians. Um, you mentioned uh, what, what uh, Joe Biden said about this guy can't stay in power. Um, he's been a walking gaffe machine since before he was elected. Uh, but that's more than a gaffe. Uh, he's doing this now on the world stage as president of the United States and leader of the free world, supposedly, uh, you actually, at least I actually heard, and I think I heard some Republicans tossing around the possibility of the 25th Amendment if this guy keeps it up. Because it's one thing to have a gaffe that everybody can laugh about on cable news at night, but it's quite another to say things that could actually result in uh, thousands or hundreds of thousands of people being dead. Right. Well, so here, here's the thing. Elections have consequences. If you elect a clown, you expect a circus. And that's what we have right now. Um, because people that thought that they didn't want to vote for President Trump because he had some mean tweets. Well, congratulations, because you now have chaos on the world stage. You have Biden making these gaffes that are that are helping Putin. You've got Putin invading Ukraine. You have us abandoning Afghanistan, the Chinese Communist Party flying over Taiwan. And that's not to mention disaster we have domestically with the southern border, inflation, um, an energy crisis, an upcoming food shortage. Uh, so, again, I hope all that was worth it because now we don't have mean tweets. Had we just elected the adult that was President Trump, we would not have the chaos abroad or at home. 
Unfortunately, we now have Joe Biden. And you've got to think at some point, uh, we, the, the Democrats should be the ones asking for a change to see if they can run somebody else in 2024 20, or what have you. But the, here's another point about the 25th Amendment. President, I've met with President Trump numerous times. That man knew what he was doing. He was competent. He was on the ball. No, no issues. And I'm not like I'm a political science guy. I'm a lawyer. But I can tell you that President Trump was with it. Where and then you had and then you had psychologists and psychiatrists without di- without meeting him, writing letters saying he's incompetent. We need the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Where are those same psychologists and psychiatrists now? Where's the ones that were saying that Trump wasn't fit for office yet they're silent on Joe Biden? That shows you the hypocrisy of of the left uh, in in of the media for treating Biden with um, kid gloves while he's leading the world, the free world, uh, to decline. He also, uh, well, first of all, they tried to walk back the Putin comments. Uh, I don't know if that might, I don't know if that worked with CNN and MSNBC and probably ABC and CBS um, and the Washington Post and the New York Times. I don't even know if it did. I, I haven't seen what they, what their comments were about them walking it back. But does it work with people like Putin and people who are, um, waiting on the words of a president of the United States to, before they take action one way or another. Well, no, Putin doesn't take Biden seriously. If Putin took Biden seriously from the first place, he wouldn't have invaded. Remember, Putin, during four years of Trump, Putin never made an encroachment. It was, it was during Obama and Biden that Putin was really, was really aggressive. So I don't think Putin is listening to Biden trying to determine his next move. I don't think he takes Biden seriously. I also don't think he takes anybody in the West seriously. Uh, right now, Zelensky is the de facto leader of, of the free world because he's the only one standing up to the, the, the aggression. Remember, the United States and the Brits, and I believe the Canadians, we had treaty obligations to defend Ukraine because Ukraine in, in the late 90s gave up their nuclear weapons, and we said we would defend them if Russia invaded well, they gave up their nuclear weapons, and now where's the United States? Where are the Brits? Where are the Canadians? We're nowhere to be found. So Putin knows that we're weak. Our allies know that we're, we're weak. Uh, so, so, so look, Joe Biden, uh, these gaffes fuel Putin because he can now turn around and use them for propaganda. And, of course, there's also the, the gaffe of saying that sanctions were never meant to be a deterrent. Uh, and he said he, he right. said, not only that, but he said he never said it and uh, or that his administration never said it. And it took about five minutes for all. Well, at least for the for the uh, non CNN MSNBC people to find video of not only Biden saying it, but but everybody from Jen Psaki down to other people in the administration, including, I believe, the secretary of state saying uh, that that's the exact reason why you have sanctions as a deterrent. So which is it? And, is, and, and, and can they walk that back and get away with it? Well, look, the, the mainstream media, the legacy media can, can help. The, they're basically the media arm of the, of the Democratic National um, Campaign Committee. So the mainstream media will allow them to walk it back. But that's the reason why that legacy media is dying. And more and more people are turning to talk radio like this show, um, online sources, Fox, Fox, for example, Newsmax. And remember, Joe Rogan's podcast gets more downloads uh, per day than the highest rated CNN show. Um, that's how much the legacy media has lost, and largely because they constantly are carrying the water for the liberals in, in the left. But as far as Joe Biden, can he walk this back? Um, 
he, he can certainly try, but we have him recorded. Jen Psaki, Jake, Jake Sullivan, all of them were talking about sanctions. We needed it to deter. And of course it didn't deter. They, they also are the ones that said that Ukraine would fall within three days. Ukraine is still fighting on a month later. They were wrong about that. Um, they were also wrong about Afghanistan. They were wrong when, we told, when they told us that inflation was transitory. Uh, they're constantly wrong because they say what will pull good at the time. They don't care about accuracy or the truth. And the American people are finding this out. That's why Joe Biden's uh, approval ratings are incredibly low. No one's talking about that. He has some of the lowest approval ratings in modern history of a president at this time in his presidency. Zero coverage from the legacy media on those numbers. Uh, I'm going down the checklist. We're talking to uh, Congressman Guy Reschenthaler from the 14th District. As long as I'm on these gaffes, uh, how about his comments to the troops about how they're going to find out how bad it is in Ukraine when they get there? Uh, He's trying to walk that one back, too. He is. So I I honestly think that was just a gaffe. Um, But it goes to the fact that he's just not competent. Uh, If you watch that video and the parts of it, he is rambling. He's mumbling. Um, you know, it's, it's frankly sad that this is the leader of the free world, a man that's supposed to be in a position to be the leader of the free world. And he's struggling to talk to us troops. And when he does, uh, you know, he's basically just talking in these platitudes. And then of course he gets caught in these things, suggesting that the United States is going to go into Ukraine. No one's suggesting there's going to be American boots on the ground in Ukraine. Uh, again, it just goes back to his competency. We're um, also, uh, speaking of national security, the headline at The Federalist today says, quote, uh, Hunter Biden's laptops are now an active national security threat. The major networks have not mentioned yet that um, that the laptop is is verified. Uh, they haven't mentioned it. And um, uh, but it's out there. and Everybody knows now that it, it is true, that, it, that, that, you know, that the laptop exists, that it's not Russian uh, disinformation. Um, is Joe Biden compromised? And what can the Republicans do about this laptop now that it's out there? I mean, it was out there a long time ago, but it's everybody's accepting it now. So, Joe, so I've got so many points on this, because remember, I was shadow banned by big tech because I shared the New York Post story talking about Hunter Biden's laptop, which so 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 this is very personal because I got shadow banned for articulating this story, which turns out to be true. Additionally, remember the Intel community officers, all the leaders in Intel who wrote a letter saying this laptop is Russian disinformation and and is is a ploy by the Russians. That shows you how bad our intel community is when you have all those people that signed that letter heading into the, the 2020 election, where these are, these are apparently the, the people that know what's going on and gathering the intel, and they got this wrong. Um, so what can we do about it? Well, one, we need to retake the House. We can have oversight and investigation, and Hunter Biden should be the centerpiece of all our investigations uh, regarding the Biden family because that man has ties to the Communist Chinese Party, Russian oligarchs, of course, to Burisma in Ukraine, uh, et cetera. But this laptop is really just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the corruption of Hunter Biden. Uh, And again, the Bidens are treated with kid gloves. Had this been uh, Donald Jr., had this been Eric Trump, this would be wall-to-wall media coverage, whether whether it was true or not. But now we have the mainstream media and big tech and the DNC bury the story, shadow ban members of, of Congress like myself who tried to share this story, and it turned out to be true. 
yet the shadow ban hasn't been lifted on, on me. There's been no apology. And remember, the people that have issues with the 2020 election, the issue with the 2020 election was the suppression of the Hunter Biden story. Rasmussen polling shows that had more Democrats known about that story, that Trump would have won the election. So when people complain about the election, that is the focus. It's how big tech in the DNC and the legacy media work hand in glove to suppress this story. So President Biden came out today with his new budget proposal, and we're talking to Congressman Guy Reschenthaler from the 14th District. As usual, uh, Guy, there are lots of, there's lots of talks about taxing the rich. I keep looking when the, when the Democrats come out with these things, budgets, and you never see anything about cutting spending. It's always about where we're going to find more money and, and then how we're going to spend that more money when we get it. Anything different here? Well, so there, there is a lot. If you look at the budget that just came out compared to the budget last year, it shows that Joe Biden has quickly pivoted. He's trying to move center right. But don't believe it for a second. This budget is illusory. It's smoke and mirrors. It's not, there's no substance here. It's basically a messaging tool. And look, those, those billionaires know full well that the Democrats aren't going to tax them because they are Democrats. This is the, these, the billionaires of the liberal progressives that are pushing this far left agenda, that the big tech oligarchs, are, they're all um, rabid leftists. So the Democrat Party isn't going to turn around and tax their, their supporters. It's just not going to happen. And even if they do, the billionaires are just going to move to places like Ireland that has much better tax, uh, tax rates. But I, but I digress. The, the, look, there's only one way to increase revenue into the Treasury. And it's you have to grow the GDP. That's the only way you increase revenue. And there's only, there's only two ways to increase GDP. It all goes back to Art Laffer. You either cut taxes or you, or you reduce regulation or you do a combination of the above two where you reduce taxes and you reduce the regulatory burden. That grows the economy, that expands the GDP, and that brings more money into the, the, the revenue or into the Treasury. You cannot tax your way into prosperity because it retracts the GDP, it retracts the economy. And what about the effect of raising the corporate income tax from 25 to 28%? Who's going to pay for that? Well, 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 look, well, well, look, that would put us at a higher tax rate than communist China, I believe. I mean, we would be, we would be one of the highest corporate income taxes. And what does that do? It drives more of our manufacturing offshore. We already are reliant on uh, communist China for pharmaceuticals, for rare earth elements. Uh, COVID made this blatantly uh, obvious that we are so weak on our supply chains. So it just takes more businesses and pushes them offshore. Uh, and at the end of the day, who pays that corporate income tax? It's not the corporations. That is the shared. That is the burden is shifted to the consumer. So everything you buy uh, will cost that much more uh, when you raise that corporate income tax. So, it, but again, the corporations were the ones that went woke and are still woke. And now the Democrats are turning around and taxing them. So I can't exactly sit here and cry over it, uh, but it is horrible, horrible fiscal policy, which will have uh, many unintended consequences, which will actually damage uh, our ability to, to reach for a lot of our businesses. I only have 30 seconds left with Congressman Guy Reschenthal from the 14th District. I have to ask you before you go, was the slap real or staged? You know what? These guys are literally a bunch of clowns. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood, these actors, they exist for our entertainment. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, I could not care less. <laughs> I, Hollywood produces garbage. Uh, a bunch of garbage individuals that like to lecture us from their mansions in their Teslas. 
So I, I'm going to operate in the real world back in Western Pennsylvania. They can have Holly weird all they want because at the end of the day, these people are clowns. They exist to entertain us, and that's about the extent that I care about them. Very good. Thank you, uh, Guy, and hope to have you on again. Appreciate it. Thanks, John. Take care. Okay, Bye. that's Congressman Guy Reschenthaler from the 14th District. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden's new budget calling for a new tax on the wealthiest Americans and more police funding. White House correspondent Greg Clugston has details. In the president's proposal, households worth more than $100 million would face a minimum tax of 20%. The White House says it would apply to the top 0.01% of households. Mr. Biden would also boost police funding, a proposal at odds with the far left wing of his party. White House officials claim the president's plan would cut projected budget deficits by more than $1 trillion over the next decade. Greg Clugston, Washington. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas participating in arguments at the court via telephone today. Following a week-long stay, Chief Justice John Roberts said at the beginning of arguments that Thomas would be participating, quote, remotely. This is SRN News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. You have to admit, you were warned. After one year of Joe Biden as president, we've all seen all the predictions come true. Crime is out of control in Democrat-run cities. Inflation is crushing the middle class. America's image around the world is in shambles after multiple failures. The Democrat Party's surge to the hard left is destroying the America we knew and loved. Like they always say, elections have consequences. Hey, if you want to do something about it, stick with us. We are the answer. SalemNewsChannel.com. AM 1250. The answer. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything 
thing that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Relieffactor.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Watch out for snow squalls still in the area. They reduce visibility. The Fort Duquesne Bridge bumper to bumper inbound from 65 to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Crosstown Boulevard inbound is jammed Center Avenue to the Liberty Bridge. Route 8 outbound barely moving Route 28 to Butler Street. A crash in Morningside, Stanton Avenue at Morningside Avenue. The Parkway East inbound barely moving Edgewood Swissvale to the Squirrel Hole Tunnel. Inbound again from County Jail to the Fort Pitt Bridge outbound from 885 to the Squirrel Hole Tunnel. I'm Ian Evans and that's a look at your traffic. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Clear to partly cloudy skies for tonight. It'll be very cold. Temperatures approaching near record lows. One of the coldest nights until next fall, so dress warmly. We'll see a low of 16. Intervals of clouds and sunshine tomorrow with a high of 43. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy. A little rain late, beginning after temperatures rise above freezing. Watch for icy spots late, low 31. A little rain early in the morning Wednesday, otherwise cloudy, high 67. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, I did a good job of not failing to miss the Academy Awards show last night, so I've only seen the video replay of the Will Smith slap. Christian Toto watched the show last night because he has to. His website is hollywoodandtoto.com. He's also the author of Virtue Bombs, How Hollywood Got Woke and Lost Its Soul. He was here on Friday to preview the Oscars, and now he's back. And uh, I really appreciate you coming back. Uh, I don't want to abuse the privilege of having you on, but it's great that you're willing to do it. Thanks, uh, Christian. I appreciate I didn't, it. I didn't, I didn't predict that fight, let me tell you. Well, I was just going to say, I can't believe that you didn't, uh, when you are here on Friday, uh, predict <laughs> that the winner of the Best Actor Award would go up on stage and smack somebody in the mouth. That one came out of the blue. But you know what? The show was so dull, so boring, so predictable. It actually... Uh, boosted my interest. I don't. I don't condone violence, but I was. I was awake at that point and, and curious what would happen next. It was. Listen, this is live TV, and one of the perks of live TV is you never know what's going to happen, and that could be a good thing. It could be a crazy thing. And remember the uh, the streaker back in the day when David Niven was up on stage. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this was uh, a little bit more serious and a little scarier and a little bit uh, shocking. I have to say, I'm still. Stunned it actually happened. You mentioned that. I, I, whatever happened to streaking? You don't see that anymore. It's kind of, <laughs> That's right. So I see it. At, you still art. see it at uh, at outdoor stadiums, but you don't see it indoors at like things like the, um, the at the at the um, at the Academy Awards. So, do you think it was planned and uh, or staged, or was it real? I, I I truly think it was real. I don't think it was staged for many many reasons. One is I don't think that the Oscar producers are that clever or smart or uh, you know able to 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 create a moment like that. I mean the show is a drag; it's a drag every year, and I don't think they'd be able to kind of concoct something that interesting. But also just look at the reactions both in the venue and also of Chris Rock. Chris Rock is a stand-up comedian who's been doing it 
for decades. He's very good at what he does. And it was very clear he was discombobulated. He didn't know what to say. It took him a few beats to kind of get his composure back, even though I don't even think he fully got it all the way back. But uh, I, I think if it was staged, he would have had a quip at the ready and just uncork it as soon as uh, Will Smith left the stage. Also, Will Smith looks terrible throughout this whole situation. Uh, you know, I, so why would he even volunteer? He's the biggest star in the world to do something this this uh, egregious and make himself look like the villain. Well, if this would be if something like this were to be staged, it would be it wouldn't have to be the producers uh, b- being made aware of it. it. It could just be between the two people involved. Where, uh, again, but I, I yeah. think a lot of this stuff is micromanaged. I don't think a lot of things happen by accident. I think a lot of these shows, every sort of beat is sort of considered. And I think them going rogue in this fashion, I think that, I mean, they're big enough stars where they could pull it off, I suppose. But uh, I, I just don't see it. And I, I, everything else that happened afterward really kind of slotted in. Uh, you know, Will Smith crying, giving a speech, uh, the reaction, the fact that he apologized to everyone except for Chris Rock, which was rather telling, uh, you know, if he was going to be magnanimous, if, if he was faking it, I, you know. But also, I think that Will Smith has done a million action movies and has done a lot of fight choreography. Yeah. And I think at some point along the way onto the stage, he realized he couldn't really let loose because he would have he really just damaged Chris Rock, who's a smaller man. And I think he kind of used his, his skills to just say, I'm just going to slap him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get him. I'm going to make, make him know that I'm, I'm angry. That, that's my take on it. Yeah, it looked to me like a kind of a sissy slap. And I, my, 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 you may disagree, but my, my feeling is if you're going to go up there and you're that upset, punch him in the face, knock him out, then, then I would really be entertained. Uh, but that's, that's <laughs> violence, you know. And that, not like, uh, not like the, uh, the people in that room don't have a, uh, make a lot of money selling violence. So I don't think they should be that offended by it when it's real. Um, so um, Will Smith uh, dropped two well, – What? first of all, somebody tweeted, uh, Christian, somebody asked on Twitter, um, who was in charge of security at the, at the Academy Awards, the Capitol Police? <laughs> because, I mean, he, it, was, it, was, it was a long walk up there to get in his face. I guess they wouldn't – because it was another entertainer, they, they couldn't assume that he was going up there to do something, uh, you know, violent. Yeah, I mean, earlier in the night, the different people in the audience approached the stage, came up on the stage. It was kind of part of the shtick. So I think many people, myself included, just thought, oh, something's going to happen or this is, you know, he's going to mock, be angry. You know, I, I don't think it was until the slap happened. I don't think there was a soul in the world who thought, oh, he's going to do something nasty. I, I just no one expected, you know, Will Smith is cool as a cucumber. He's been a, a movie star for decades. He suffered any kind of slings and arrows, bad reviews, bad press. I mean, you can't be that rich and famous without having a thick skin. And yet he still just went ballistic. It, it's just shocking. And, it, you know, when he went out there and spoke, he, he sounded like a, either a broken man, a troubled man, a guy really wrestling with some demons. Uh, you know, it, the irony is that a couple of years ago, Ricky Gervais laid a, a punchline, a haymaker on Mel Gibson, of all people, the guy who has some real anger control issues. And he just stood there and took it. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's crazy. You, can't, you couldn't even write a script like this. Were you there by any chance last night? No, no, no. Now, have you ever been there? You know, I haven't. I've been to the Critics' Choice Awards a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I'm part of that, that voting group. But uh, the Oscars, I, I'm not cool enough to be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to ask you, what, what do you have to do to be cool enough to get in there? 
I don't know. You know, one of the uh, Rachel Zegler, I think that was, I think that's her name. She was in West Side Story, and she was complaining earlier in the week that she wasn't even invited to the uh, the event. And of course, they, they, the Oscars felt embarrassed by that. One of the, you know, one of the stars of one of the big movies, and then they get, they made her a presenter, and she actually quipped about it on stage. So, yeah, I don't exactly know. Friends of friends, I, I this. They don't want me there, trust me. Uh, I wasn't watching last night, as I said, but um, I did see on the uncensored video that Will Smith dropped two F-bombs. I assume ABC was able to catch those F-bombs with a delay and mute it. Was that be correct? Yes. Uh, the sound went off for what seemed like a very long time as I was watching it live. And I'm going to guess as a maybe... I don't know how many seconds, but a lot of these live shows will have like a, maybe a second or a 10 second delay just in case something happens, in case a curse comes out, they can bleep it. But it was a very, very long, no sound, <laughs> audio free experience. And I'm just sitting there thinking like everyone else, what did I just watch? Why is the sound gone away? And also, you know, if someone blurts out an F-bomb, they can bleep that pretty aggressively. But when the sound goes off, like it seemed like 10 seconds, if not more, like What's going on? What is this exchange? Because it's clear it's, it's significant. Well, whoever the audio person was there did a pretty good job because um, <laughs> the camera went to Will Smith, you can see on the video, and oh, there's somebody there with a switch that can kill the audio literally with just by pushing a button. And whoever it was uh, decided to do it before Will Smith's jaws started flapping. And, uh, yeah, and <laughs> it, wasn't a, it, wasn't a, it wasn't an edit. It was just cut the mic. Yeah, it was a dump dump audio moment. Yeah. By the way, if you look on Twitter, I saw one, I think, last night. It might be from Australia. It might be from a Japanese feed. But there are different feeds of the Oscars where you get different angles of the slap, and you also get much more of the audio, including Chris Rock at some point saying, basically, oh, I could say something, and then cutting himself off. So I don't know what he was what yeah. he was thinking, but uh, he, he, he self-censored, maybe for the best. Yeah, Um so what's been the reaction in Hollywood and whatever it has been, has it been predictable or was it predictable? Um, you know, I've, I've seen some comedians being pretty upset about it and understandably so. I mean, if you have to go on stage and have to worry about the guy or gal in the front row that you're kind of playfully teasing, taking your jokes the wrong way and storming the stage, that's going to be pretty darn uncomfortable. So uh, even Kathy Griffin was sort of saying something similar. I think Judd Apatow really railed against Will Smith and then he took down the tweet, and I say, I think he did because uh, Judd Apatow blocked me a while ago for some unknown reason, but I did read that in the press. So I, I think it's been muted. I think it's a, uh, it's not the kind of virtue signal that's easy to say. Uh, I think uh, Will Smith is one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, so attacking him directly probably is something that stars don't want to do. And uh, it's just an ugly situation. I think, you know, I think a lot of the actors like the easy virtue. You know, you wear a pin for Ukraine. That's just a quickie. Yep. But this is this is complicated. This is there's a lot of nuances here, and uh, and also the fact that Will Smith's wife Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia, and she's been balding because of it. And so she's got a medical condition. It wasn't like a style choice, and uh, that's interesting as well. You know, I'm talking to Christian Toto of uh, HollywoodandToto.com and author of the book Virtue Bombs: How Hollywood Got Woke and Lost Its Soul. Um, I guess uh, I have to ask you, since you uh, were there and this is what you do for a living, uh, and I didn't see the movie, uh, did Will Smith deserve Best Actor? Yeah, it's uh, the movie's King Richard. It's excellent. 
And uh, I thought it was one of the best films of the year last year. And uh, an interesting fact about the movie, obviously based on Serena and Venus Williams, their dad, Richard Williams, and all the things he did and sacrificed to make sure that they, their, their talent and their, their athleticism would shine, is a very conservative movie from a cultural point of view. It's a movie about faith and family and sticking with each other and not taking excuses and not being the victim and saying, I am going to be excellent and I'm going to train harder than anyone else to show the world that I can be a top-tier tennis athlete, which is exactly what the, what the Williams sisters did. But uh, I think the messaging in the movie was rather, rather right of center in, in, a, in a traditional sense. And uh, I don't think conservatives really kind of rallied around the movie. And I, I think they should have. First of all, it's a very good movie, too. So it's, and, and, and Will Smith has always been a top-tier actor. He's excellent here, and he deserved the Oscar. Yeah, it's funny. I was going to ask you that uh, eventually. If there was a movie uh, in all of the movies last night that won awards or got mentioned uh, or nominated, uh, the, if there was any with a conservative theme, is that the uh, that the only one that you could find that that might qualify there? The one that won? I would, I would think so. And again, I don't think it was really discussed as much as it could have been or should have been. I think Warner Brothers put the movie out. It did rather poorly at the box office. And I think they should have reached out to uh, conservative talk show hosts like yourself and said, hey, let's, here's the screenwriter, here's the director, let's, let's, let's show this to your audience, because I think they're going to really appreciate it as well. Uh, and certainly there's a, a message about, you know, about racism in America and overcoming prejudice. That, that was true. That happened. They did that, and that's important as well. But I don't think it negates the conservative aspect of it. I, I, think, it's, uh, I think it should be celebrated. Uh, and it just occurred to me now that you're talking about the con- a conservative mo- a movie that might appeal to conservatives. Uh, how aware are you of the movie being produced now called uh, My Son Hunter? Well, I do know it's Fella McAleer is one of the key yeah, voices yeah. behind We've it. We've had him on the show Robert here. Robert yeah. Davi is the director, and uh, Gina Carano is going to be in there as well. So it's the movie that Hollywood should make because it's going to be an electric story. And, of course, they would never, ever, ever go near it. So you've got a movie production that is working outside the Hollywood system. And I hope it's good because it should be good. And that's an amazing story. And I I would suspect the movie's going to have some sympathy for Hunter Biden because he seems like a pretty troubled soul as well. He's got tons of demons and uh, there's there's bigger things afoot with his life. Yeah. uh, Before we finish up here, I got to ask you while I have you. Because, uh, again, I didn't watch the show. Did, did the three co-hosts say anything funny in the three hours, whatever it was that they had on, on the air? A couple of mild yucks. Uh, I think Amy Schumer had one good line, kind of poking fun and don't look up. But it was very much a most of the jokes were about in female empowerment, about diversity. And then, of course, there were the um, obvious lazy swipes at GOP targets. There was a, you know, the attack on the erroneously named don't say gay bill. They said they said they multiple, they said the word gay multiple times as if that's funny or that hasn't been done a thousand times on social media. And they, they poked fun of Mitch McConnell. They, they hit Texas. So just the usual jokes, you know, you've got a, a, a president who's presiding over a staggering economy, a rising inflation, gas prices through the roof, but they don't dare mention president Biden in any sort of negative fashion. They had a, they got to hit other targets. So you're telling me that they didn't mention Joe Biden once last night? No, you know, one of the one of the winners, I think he appealed to, gosh, I think there's an athlete who may be in Russia right now. Maybe from, oh, yeah, uh, the, the, from the, the WNBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think that person mentioned her name is like, I hope President Biden can help oh, her. Okay. 
get out, which is fine. It, you know, who doesn't want that to happen? But uh, but otherwise, it was you know Biden free. I mean, listen, if it was Trump and the, and the economy was staggering and all the things that we're seeing right now were happening, it would be Trump, Trump, Trump. Oh. <laughs> we wouldn't say any other word. So two years ago, that's all it was, wasn't it? It was a Trump fest. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess um, we'll have to see what happens next year. If anybody, if if, if this uh, is a trend that somebody gets punched or slapped next year, but you'll be there chronicling it for HollywoodInToto.com. I appreciate you coming on, Christian. I don't very often have guests on back to back. You might have set a record for me, but I really appreciate you doing <laughs> it. Well, the chaos I think merited it, right? <laughs> yes, it did. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, we'll be right back. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at Stand with IsraelTour.com, 855-565-5519, or stand with IsraelTour.com. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. 
Are you wondering if this year you'll still be asking why it seems so easy for other people to find love but so hard for me? If you're feeling the pain of being alone and are tired of everyone around you finding their soulmates and leaving you behind, then get ready to remove the barriers to finding the marriage of your dreams and start believing it's possible for you. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Join me in my Married in 12 Months Challenge, where I'll teach you why now is your time to find love, what are the lies that are holding you back, why God wants you to be married, the biblical law of attraction, and the tools you need to become a bride. Listen, if you deeply desire to be married, but you're still single, you should be doing something about it. Sign up for my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com. The only thing you have to lose is the pain of being alone on your journey. So join me at lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, the inevitable happened up there in Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills are getting a new stadium paid for by the taxpayers of New York State and Erie County and you. If you were listening last week, we had someone on from the Cato Institute explaining how when governments, uh, local governments, state and local governments, uh, give money to multi-billionaire owners of teams uh, that... Taxpayers everywhere pay for this. So you will be in some way, uh, some of your hard-earned tax dollars, uh, yes, part of your hard-earned money will be going to help pay for the Bills' new $1.4 billion state-of-the-art open-air stadium in Orchard Park. Uh, the, uh, the public will provide $850 million, uh, and the uh, um, Erie County is 250 the state is 600 the bills will pay $350 million, but keep in mind that they're going to get a $200 million loan from the NFL. Uh, they have a program for loans for this stuff. And they'll sell the naming rights. So it'll cost the Buffalo Bills you know, basically nothing to, um, to build this stadium. And um, the sickening part about it is, is that the governor of New York um, is uh, – is, saying that this is great because people in Buffalo have been worried about the the um, the Bills leaving town. And she said the fan, she didn't want Bills fans to worry about the future of the team. And this is this is what this is what a governor of a state is talking about. Giving the, the, the Pagulas who own the Bills own are, are worth multiple billions of dollars. And they are go- and they're going to get three hundred and fifty million, I think it is three hundred million, whatever, something like that, from just network TV this year. That doesn't count the tickets they sell, the jerseys they sell, their radio deal, their internet deals. They're going to get an unbelievable amount of money, and they're going to pay their quarterback Josh Allen about thirty million dollars this year or more, maybe thirty-five million. I don't know what the mortgage payment would be on a, a billion four. But it could probably get away with a hundred million dollars a year, which is what you pay for a uh, you know a couple of players, two or three players, really good players, and uh, the taxpayers are footing it. I'm looking and looking for someone being critical of this in the Buffalo media. Not saying there isn't anybody out there. I just haven't been able to find it yet. I appreciate it if you'd let me know if there's somebody out there actually being critical of this because I'd like to get them on the radio. 
Uh, check me out at Steiger World on Twitter. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. 